What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of College Hockey Talk. I'm your host, Matt. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And on today's podcast, I'm joined by Minnesota Duluth junior Kaylee Skinner. However, before we get to our interview, I'd just like to ask if you can please follow our social media accounts on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at College Hockey Talk. Also, follow our Spotify page and subscribe to our Apple Podcast page. Leave a rating and review. Doing these things helps our podcast grow and helps new people find us. And I really appreciate it if you did those things. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. I really appreciate that as well. You can watch this entire interview on our YouTube channel as well, so make sure you check that out. But, however, let's not waste any more time. Here's the interview. Enjoy, everyone. Uh, welcome back to another episode of College Hockey Talk. I'm joined here today with junior of the Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs, Kaylee Skinner. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Kaylee, and how's everything going? Oh uh, Yeah, thank you for having me, and it's going pretty good. That's good to hear, and I want to start off this podcast talking about this college hockey season. Uh, what have you overall taken away from this year with all the COVID stuff going around? I think the big thing for me has just been uh, don't take any games for granted, and just every time you play, you got to play hard because even my team, we've already dealt with some cancellations due to COVID. So, yeah, just making the most of every opportunity right now. Now, you played Ohio State last weekend. You split that series. Uh, talk about that series, and uh, what, how would you evaluate your team's performance from last weekend? Yeah, so that was, like, our, our first game in about 40 days. So we were just trying to get back on the ice, get our legs going again. But I think we came in really prepared. We had a lot of time to practice, and um, probably not our most offensive series, but defensively we played really well. Our goalie, Emma Soderberg, she played unbelievable this weekend. And, um, yeah, I think that we would have wished we had some more offense this weekend, but I think we're looking pretty good going into the second half here. Yeah, and how have the freshmen looked in your eyes, and how have they helped your team this year? especially players like Claire Van Weeren and Katie Davis, who are obviously very highly um, talented recruits coming into your team. And how have you tried to help their transition into college hockey this year, especially since this is a season where many have not experienced before? Yeah, I think all of our freshmen have done really well adjusting. And I really feel for them because they're not getting like the same experience we all got when we were freshmen with everything that's going on with COVID. But yeah, like you mentioned Clara, she's been huge for us. And I think we definitely missed having her out on the ice this weekend. And then Katie played some good minutes this weekend for us too. So those two have both been great. Uh, we got Nina on defense. She's been playing very well, as well as Jojo, one of our goalies, and then Bria Parent too. They've all adjusted quite well to the college game. Yeah, and uh, what's it like playing this season without any fans? And has that been an adjustment for yourself? Um, yeah, we actually just got limited fans back last weekend, which was super nice. But um, I guess like the first half, it took a while to kind of get used to not having like anyone in the crowd. But quickly, we all just started playing again and didn't really make too much of a difference. You've also had to adjust to many schedule changes throughout the season. How have you mentally stayed prepared for all of those changes and postponements that are happening to many college hockey player schedules? And uh, what's the key for maintaining flexibility for this season? Um, I think a big thing for me is not changing my approach, like day-to-day, treating everything like it's a normal season and just being prepared at all times because you never really know what's going to happen. And I think just kind of bringing everything to practice and knowing that that's what's going to prepare you for the games on the weekend, that's been important. 
Now, three and three overtime has also been introduced to college hockey this year. What has that been like for yourself being more of an offensive player and having more spaces, more space on the ice and more scoring opportunities? Yeah, the three on three is always fun. Um, we do it quite a bit in practice too. So I love practicing it. It's definitely nice, gives you lots of space. And um, I guess as a defenseman, getting to go out in three on three, you get to be more offensive and kind of get into some areas of the ice that you're not in a lot during the game. So yeah, that's been super fun for all of us. Does it also help your development as a defenseman because one little mistake in an odd man rush could happen? Yeah, for sure. Like you said, um, you kind of got to be very responsible when you're the D-man out there on three-on-three and make sure you're going to be able to get back and be able to support your teammates and try not to give up any odd man rushes. But yeah, it definitely makes you be more responsible. Now, being a junior on this on this team, you've had to um, you had to have a, you have a leadership role. Um, how would you evaluate your leadership skills as an upperclassman so far this year? And are you more of a vocal or lead by example type of player? I think I'm definitely a more lead by example type of player. Uh, I'll definitely talk and get in there when I need to, but um, I like to just use my work ethic and commitment in the gym and school on the ice and kind of let that speak for itself. Yeah, and how have you tried to balance both academics and hockey at such a high level? Um, I think a big thing is just managing your time well. I like to make lists in the morning, have things I need to get done, know when I need to prioritize different things, whether it's school or hockey, and just, um, I guess, staying focused on it, communicating with my teachers, and then making sure that when I go down to the rink, that's what I'm focused on, and I'm not worried about school or anything going on there. Yeah, and what's it like to play in the WCHA and just the competition you face every night? Because there's definitely no night off, especially in that type of conference. Yeah, it's awesome. Like right now we got the one, two, and three ranked teams. We're ranked number six, and I think we should be higher, but um, we're going to work our way up. And then, yeah, all the other teams too, you can't take a night off. And especially now because all the points matter with all the cancellations going on. And every team in our league is good, and there's lots of skilled girls, so it's really good. Now, how was your off season this year and what did you do to prepare for this upcoming season with all the gyms being closed and less having less ice time? Yeah, so there was a couple of us girls who stayed in Duluth this summer and we got to take some of the weights from the rink and set those up in one of my teammates' garages. So that was awesome. At least we got to use the weights and then soon the gym at Amsoil opened up. So we got back in there for a bit and then just doing like power skating sessions here in Duluth with coaches here and then trying to get some free ice at Amsoil too once that started to open up. But definitely a different off-season from what I'm used to. Usually I'd be skating and training a lot more, but um, I think it was good. It allowed my body some more time to recover. Yeah, and I want to start off talking about the beginning of your hockey career. Uh, you're from British Columbia. How did you start playing hockey and falling in love with the sport? So I actually grew up in Saskatchewan and um, grew up in a small town, and my parents just put my brother and I into hockey. And it was really good because the town we were in, the ice was usually free. So you could pretty much go down to the arena at any time and hop on the ice. So just spent a lot of time there. And I also started out figure skating. So that also had me at the rink all the time. But ultimately, I chose hockey. And yeah, just kind of fell in love with the game, just being on the ice all the time. Now, who was your favorite player growing up? I was always a big fan of Joe McGinley before he retired. Um, big Calgary Flames fan. So that's what led me to watching him a lot. Now, before Minnesota Duluth, you played for Okanagan Academy. Um, how did you get the opportunity to play with that uh, school? 
Yeah, so the Okanagan Hockey Association has always been a big name in Canada. So kind of grew up like going to some of their camps and always kind of looked up to, I guess, the whole program they have there. And then once I hit grade 10, I decided to move out to BC to go to the academy there. And it was a very good decision. Um, it really prepared me for the college style, how you go to school and then you go straight to hockey and do your training every day. Now, what was your favorite memory at Okanagan? Um, I have to say winning the league championship in my second year there. We had a bunch of big name players that I play against now in the WCHA, like Sophie Shirley, Olivia Knowles, and then Nara Elia, who now plays at Boston University. So yeah, getting just to play with all those really good players and then winning the championship as well. You also picked up a bronze medal with Team British Columbia in the 2017 National Hockey Tournament. Uh, talk about that experience and what does that mean to you? Yeah, that was probably one of my favorite teams I've ever played with. I think just all of us girls on the team, we connected really well over the course of the few weeks while we were at Nationals, but then the whole tryout process was quite a few months. But no, it was definitely some of my most memorable hockey memories, getting to play in that tournament. And then, yeah, winning the bronze medal was really cool too. Now, how did those experiences help prepare you for college hockey? Yeah, I think just being in those intense like tryout environments, you're always trying to push yourself, which was it's kind of like once you get to college, you're um, fighting to be at the top. So that definitely prepared me. And then just getting to work with the high level coaches we got to work with. I think all of the coaches on the staff were um, university coaches in Canada. So just getting to work with some higher level systems and just the higher level coaching definitely prepared me for college. Now talk about your recruiting process and why did you choose to go to Minnesota Duluth? Yeah, so um, I when I recruited, I was a junior and I thought the process was great, just getting to talk with a bunch of coaches and kind of getting to know them, ask them questions, get to go out on tours of schools too. That was also really fun. And then for me, I ultimately chose Duluth because um, just hearing the coaches talk about the program they're so passionate about Bulldog hockey and then the facilities here too are next to none. And then just the fact that um, UMD has five national championships too really spoke to me. Now, what was the biggest adjustment you had to make to college hockey? Was it more the mental side of the game, making quicker decisions with the puck or was it more just the physicality playing against players that were four or five years older than you were when you were a freshman? Yeah, I think definitely like the physicality, especially in the WCHA, there's a lot of big physical girls and just, always having to play at that speed and then on the mental side just knowing uh, when you're out there like who you're out there against because you really have to key in on that and know like who's dangerous when you're out there. Now in your first year with Duluth you beat Bemidji State in the playoffs. Uh, talk about winning your first playoff series and what did that mean to you? Yeah that was awesome. The Winning that meant we got to go to the WCHA Frozen Four so that was really cool. And then just getting to play in that, it was a good, tough series. We always have tough physical series against Bemidji. So that was lots of fun too. You then went on to lose against Minnesota in the semifinals of that tournament. Uh, what do you remember from that game? And what did you learn from your first WCHA playoff experience that will help you or that has helped you for your next uh, three years with Duluth? Yeah, so that game wasn't our team's best game. If we definitely could go back, we'd want to play a lot better than we did. But the main takeaway was how long that loss like stuck with us over the course of the off season. And I think now I realize that if you win that tournament, like you're in the NCAA tournament. So those games are definitely important and it kind of shows like 
how critical the regular season is too. But yeah, it's a really good tournament and I always look forward to trying to win our way back in every year because it's great competition, it's intense and just a good environment to be in. Now your team improved a lot from your freshman year to your sophomore year. What did you learn, what did your team do during the off season to make such improvements and what role did you play in that? Yeah, I think we all just like I said, we took that loss hard against Minnesota and we all knew we had a special group going into our season last year, so we all individually worked really hard over the off season and then we came back together. Our coaches were ready to go and we got after it and knew that we couldn't take a night off because we wanted to be at the top. So I think that was important. And for me, I just wanted to grow into my second season, kind of become more of a leader and just keep continuing to build off my freshman season. Your team played in a lot of in-season tournaments this past season. Uh, One of those in-season tournaments was the Minnesota Cup, which your team won. Uh, What was it like to win that in-season trophy and how did that help you for the rest of that year? Yeah, that was awesome. The Minnesota Cup's always at the start of the second half of the season, so it was great to get a win right off the bat. Anytime we have a chance to fight for a trophy, we're going to try and win. So that was really good. It gave us some confidence going in, and we played some good teams, some good competition of WCHA. So that, yeah, that was definitely an awesome time. You also got to participate in the Nutmeg Classic, which was to, which was, which took place in Connecticut. Uh, Talk about playing in that tournament and playing against teams and players that you normally don't face. Yeah, that was awesome, too. I really enjoyed getting to go out to Connecticut. That was my first time there. And then it's always awesome to play the out-of-conference teams because it just gives you a different look. And I guess you get to play some different teams you're not used to. And it's always fun going on those trips with the girls. Uh, You lost to Wisconsin in the WCHA semifinals this past season. Uh, What do you think has to be done to get over the hump and win a WCHA title? Um, I honestly feel that we've been doing great this year, and I think we've been preparing hard. We have a goal in mind, but we're not focused on the end result. Right now we're focused on the process, so I definitely think kind of that mindset change has been great this year so I think we're just going to keep working hard each day in practice and ultimately that's our goal to win that tournament but I feel really good about our group this year. Yeah no I feel like Minnesota Duluth is getting overlooked you have a lot of good players coming in you have definitely a lot of offensive scoring uh, players and you have a lot of good defensive players as well and you obviously have a good goaltender in Emma Soderberg so I would not be surprised if you guys make a run in that tournament and eventually win the whole thing. Yeah, I agree. We're all focused on that. And like I said, it's a day-by-day process. So we're just locked in on that and we're going to keep working hard so we can win that tournament. Now, I want to ask you about some of the teammates you've got to play with throughout your college hockey career. One of those teammates was Sydney Brott. Uh, What was it like playing with her? Um, And what type of teammate was she like both on and off the ice? Yeah, the first thing I think of when I think of Sid is just um, like the dream captain, like born a captain and she was our captain for all three of my or two of my years when I was teammates with her so yeah she's awesome like relentless work ethic just tenacious on the ice I actually got to room with her on the road last year too and I was just trying to take much as much as I can from her like pregame and whatnot but yeah Sid's a really great person really great teammate and just great leader and I'm excited to see what she does here with her hockey career. You also got to play with Olympic gold medalist Maddie Rooney. What was she like as a teammate, both on and off the ice? Yeah, Maddie is definitely one of the most humble people you'll ever meet, despite like all the success she's had. 
and just getting to play with her, having her behind you, her or behind me, knowing that I can be confident on the ice because she's going to stop that puck at the end of the day. So that's awesome. She's a really great person, great work ethic, just like Sid. So yeah, excited to see what she has in her future as well. Have you ever gotten the chance to see the gold medal? I actually haven't got to see it yet, but um, yeah, I don't know why I didn't. Well, you also got to play with Gabby Hughes, who is another great player. Uh, talk about what she is like as a hockey teammate as well. Yeah, Gabby's great too. Uh, just a really humble girl as well. Works super hard on and off the ice, and she's just always trying to get better. It's like fun watching her in practice with like her line mate. She's always talking to them, always trying to find that next inch. So yeah, it's been great to play with her too over the last few years. Now, what is your favorite road arena to play in? My favorite arena is Lebon in Madison. Nice. I think that atmosphere is incredible. I've never been there before, but everyone's told me it's a great place to play in. Yeah, the way the stands are, it's like the fans are like right on top of you. So it gets pretty loud in there. They sell out most of their games. So that's always fun to play in that environment and try to spoil the game for them. Now, being a defenseman, who is the hardest player you've ever had to stop in college hockey? I would definitely have to say... Annie Pankowski or Emily Clark back in my freshman year when they were both on Wisconsin. They're just both very elite players. And like I said before, every time they're on the ice, you have to know they're out there. And even just playing with them, like defending them in front of the net, they were both really strong girls. Just hard to move them, but then they're so skilled as well and so fast that you always have to know when they're on the ice. Now now we're in the non-hockey segment of the podcast where I ask you some non-hockey questions. My first question is, uh, what music do you like to listen to before a game? Uh, I pretty much just listen to rap music before the game and kind of mix in some Queen stuff too. But yeah, I'm big into rap music. Who's your go-to artist? Uh, Roddy Rich right now. Nice. Now, who has the best style on Duluth? Um, I will have to go with either Taylor Anderson or Clara Van Weer, and I think they both have really great style. Now, who is the funniest on the team? Um, I have to go with Annika Linzer. I live with her, so we get along pretty well, and she's always can make me laugh. Now, if you could have lunch with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Mm, that's a tough one. Um, I'm going to have to go with, I'm guessing, living or dead. Yeah. Does that work? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll have to go with Kobe Bryant then. He's my all-time favorite athlete, so I think that'd be really cool. And just everything he's done, like his mentality towards sports, I think that'd be awesome to get to have lunch with him. Yeah, definitely. I watched some of his older interviews and try to take some of his mentality into my life, and it's really helped me a lot. And I'm assuming that you've probably listened to some of those interviews, and it's probably helped you a lot, I would assume. Yeah, for sure. I also read his book, Mamba Mentality, and a lot of that stuff in there is stuck with me, and I try to use it in my own game as well. Now, getting back to some hockey questions, my first one is, uh, what advice would you give a younger player trying to pursue a Division One college hockey scholarship? I would say always work hard. That's the number one thing, and just be a good teammate. Be very coachable. Coaches definitely look for that, and anything you can take, you can try and use it to learn and just grow as a hockey player. But yeah, the main thing would be always work hard and give it your all. Now, what should be done to help grow women's hockey? Um, I think just getting uh, women's hockey more in the media would be awesome. So like whether it's like podcasts like this, I think this is awesome or just trying to get it on TV more as well, because 
I think we're starting to see how skilled women's hockey players are, especially at like the Olympic level. There are some really good players in women's hockey. So I think it definitely deserves more airtime than it's getting right now. Yeah, definitely. And what would you tell someone who has a negative mindset towards the sport? Um, I would definitely say you got to go watch women's hockey and see and like sit at ice level, maybe see how like how fast the players are, how skilled like there's so many players I can name that have such great hands in women's hockey. But yeah, that's what I would tell them. Yeah, watching the sport for a few years now, it's incredible to watch the just the skill, not just in college hockey, but in the pro levels as well. And it's I hope it continues to grow um, even more in the next few years. Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm hoping too. And Hopefully one day for the girls who are younger, we can get a really good pro league going for them. Yeah, definitely. And I think that PWHPA is doing great work trying to set up that pro league um, for the next few years. Yeah, for sure. I think what they're doing is awesome and how they're setting up in different cities. I think the future of that league is going to be really good for everyone. Now, what can I do better as an interviewer to improve this podcast and make this platform better? Um, well, I think first, it's awesome that you're reaching out to both not only the men's side of the college hockey game, but the women's as well. And I think just, I guess, keep promoting it, keep bringing more people on because um, like definitely I'm going to send it to people to listen to. So the more that happens, everyone will reach out. But yeah, I really appreciate what you're doing for both the men's and women's side of college hockey. Well, I appreciate the kind words, Kaylee. Is there any shout outs you'd like to give to any of your teammates or friends? Um, I don't know. I think I named quite a few, so I'll leave it at that right now. Now, the last question I want to ask is what message do you have for the Duluth fans that are unable to watch you guys play? Um, I just want to say to them, we appreciate having you guys cheering from at home or over social media, and we can't wait to get you guys back in Amsoil and try and win a championship for you guys. Well, thank you so much, Kaylee, for coming on. I really appreciate it. You may not know this, but you're one of my favorite players in the WCHA, and I feel like you deserve way more credit than you actually get. So it was an honor getting the chance to meet with you, and I really appreciate it. And good luck for the rest of the season, and take care. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Just wanted to say thank you so much to Kaylee for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it, and I wish her nothing but the best moving forward with Minnesota Duluth. Uh, please check out our other episodes as well. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really appreciate that as well. I'll see you guys next time with another great podcast. But until then, take care, everyone, and have a great day. Bye.